Hey, and welcome to Sweet Talk. I'm your host, Andrea Brown of IamAndreaBrown.com. You can find me on all social channels at IamAndreaBrown, and please be sure to subscribe so that you get notifications anytime a new episode posts. Sweet Talk recaps the Oprah Winfrey Network's critically acclaimed drama, Queen Sugar. And today we'll be recapping season three, episode three, entitled Your Distant Destiny. When the episode kicks off, we find our boy Micah picking out his first day of school outfit for his new first day at St. Joe's High School. He's going to public school, y'all, and we all know what it feels like to pick out that first day of school outfit. Micah was ready the day before school was supposed to kick off. He had his Yeezys, he had his all-black fit. He was ready, and guess what? He had also unpacked his room, which made his mom really, really happy. When we pick up with Nova, she finds out that she can't use her previously written articles now that she's not working for the paper. And this is something that if she would have done a little research, she probably would have known. We talked about this before. Anytime you publish something in any type of publication, you realize that that publication actually owns your work unless you have a contract that says that you retain the ownership of it. She should have thought about that before she made such a rash decision. Our boy Ralph Angel has made friends with the Asian family that owns the shrimp dock that he's been working at to make ends meet. And it's so interesting to see his interaction with the people there. I mean, Ralph Angel is a lovable guy, right? Everybody really seems to like him, and it shows. Even the the matriarch of the family has really made friends with Ralph Angel and says to him, hey, you know what? We're going to find you a lovely young lady. Ralph Angel tells her he's still a free agent, but guess what? I know she has some tricks up her sleeve, and we're going to see what she did later on in the episode. Now that Hollywood is Mr. Big Money, Money Bag Yo, Big, Big, Big Bank Hank, <laughs> it's exciting to see him get the opportunity to field business pitches from people in the community and at this one point he's getting his hair cut by his barber who's asking him to potentially invest in a new barbershop experience well of course Violet comes in and she sees the proposal and she says to Hollywood hey you know you need to be careful with this and he says you know what I'm careful with my money but there are some things that are worth investing in it's only money if I don't spend it what's gonna happen with it but then he ups the ante And he decides that he's going to show Violet her upgraded ring. And man, she don't have much to say about that. It's exciting, right? To get the opportunity to see that money come full circle. Ralph Angel invites a new girl over to the house, right? And this is not the same girl that we met in the first episode from this season. It's not Tamika. It's a new girl. Now, he does something different than he did with Tamika. Tamika was like an outback chick. This young lady got invited into the house. The problem with that is Blue winds up waking up and he sees the young lady in the house getting redressed after she had had her little experience with Ralph Angel. So, of course, Ralph Angel sees him, picks him up, and takes him back to his bed. 
It is now the first day of school and our boy Micah is in for a culture shock. He's walking down the hallways and he's seeing things that he really hasn't seen before. People are saying, oh wow, Michael West goes here now? Yeah, Michael West is in the building. And he even gets to be reunited with his lovely girlfriend, Kiki. She checks out his schedule and notices that even though they're at the same school, they're not in the same classes. She tells him that he should probably get his mom to ask for a request to get placed in her English class. They kiss and wow, it just makes me think about all the times in high school when we saw people giving PDA. It was really cute and really sweet, but definitely Micah is totally in for a culture shock. As part of the deal of getting his parole sentence reduced, Ralph Angel is interviewing ex-cons to be employees at the farm. And wow, he meets a guy, the guy is late, he gives him an excuse, he doesn't have a car, the bus was late, etc. And Ralph Angel is kind of like put off by it. The guy's dressed in a t-shirt and jeans and he walks him around the farm. He doesn't really have experience in farming, but he does seem to know a little bit about tractors. Ralph Angel, he's just not really feeling it. When we meet up with Charlie again, she's going to visit a family who say that they're going to withdraw their business from Queen Sugar, but not because they don't want to do business with Charlie, because they have some other family obligations and they can't really fulfill their contract. In that conversation, Charlie lets them know that she understands their circumstances and waives any of the fees that would have been associated with them breaking their contract. Because of this, the couple says, you know what, you're amazing. Keep doing all this good work you're doing. And your father was a good man. You're definitely his daughter. Every single time somebody mentions Charlie's dad, Charlie gets that twinge of pain knowing that what she's doing, her dad probably would not approve of. Meanwhile, Ralph Angel and Nova are sharing a lunch at the High Yellow when one of the farmers comes in. She's excited about being able to keep her discounted rate for the next five years. And this piques Nova's curiosity. She asks Ralph Angel, so how did Charlie make this happen? And Ralph Angel finally gives in and tells her that Charlie has a plan that involves working with the Landrys. Back at the school, Micah's trying to get adjusted to this new public school life. He walks in the cafeteria and kids are all over the place doing all kinds of things. They have armed security walking around the cafeteria, which is something that he would never see at Gardini Prep. While looking for some place to sit, he notices the group of kids that held the protest at the basketball game and winds up sitting down with them. Kiki eventually joins them and it's clear to me that they've had some type of relationship before and Kiki just no longer hangs with them. Later that same evening at family dinner, Nova asks Charlie straight up if she's doing business with the Landrys. And it's at that moment that Charlie reveals that she actually sold the Queen Sugar Mill for 1% equity of Landry Enterprises. They go back and forth and 
Charlie says that she's not trying to play the game. She wants to eliminate the game. Hollywood says, hey, you got to watch your back. These Landry's aren't good. And Charlie pops off on him. Basically told him that he wasn't part of the family, so he didn't have any say-so. Of course, Anvai had to pause her right there because Anvai not going to let anybody talk to her man crazy. But then Charlie had the nerve to say that she was the only one in that room and at the table that was doing anything for her daddy's legacy. People tried to stop her and she was like, no, I'm out. She called for Micah. Micah decided that he wasn't going. But she left anyway. Ralph Angel winds up going back to the shrimp dock to go pick up his check and he meets Trin, who's the daughter of the lady who owns the operation. And the two of them were kind of vibing a bit. I mean, her being an older sister and him being a younger brother, they had some things to talk about. There was a little flirtation. And let me tell you, I'm here for Ralph Angel having what he needs in his life. I'm here for him being in a healthy, loving relationship and... I'm watching out to see what kind of things might pop off from this little meeting that we had with our homegirl, Trin. So Violet and Hollywood are all dressed up to attend Hollywood's class reunion. He is in the class of 1993, and they are about to cut up and have a good time. Hollywood is introducing Violet to all his old high school friends, but then... There always has to be one person that just does the absolute most. And one of Hollywood's ex-girlfriends decides to show up and show out, and she was absolutely doing the most. As a matter of fact, she ran up to Hollywood and hugged him and kissed, tried to kiss on him and things like that. I was just so confused by her actions. Like, what are you doing, ma'am? There's always one person who is always just extra, and apparently Hollywood dated her for three months while in high school in his senior year. The lady was so rude that she even went on to ask Violet if she was Hollywood's mother. Now that lady knows that the whole night Hollywood had been kissing on Violet, hugging on Violet, etc. And I know that the show is based in the South, but it ain't that South. We know we're not talking about any wild and crazy stuff like that. So, of course, Hollywood corrects her and says, no, this is my fiance, Violet. The lady then goes on to say, hey, Hollywood, you know, this is my jam. Let's go get out on the dance floor. Like, sis, you didn't get the picture? You didn't get the message before? This man said that he's sitting with his fiance. And, of course, Hollywood swiftly corrects her again and says, nah, my forever dance partner is right here and whisks Violet off onto the dance floor. You know what? There are very few men that are as incredible and loving and cool on TV. Mind you, I said on TV because I know that there are some guys like this in real life than Hollywood. Hollywood is absolutely amazing. They write him so beautifully on this show. And so they begin to dance and dance and they have a good time. And then their friends join them and Violet kind of excuses herself. I think that her sickness had gotten the best of her and she needed a moment to sit down. And Hollywood finds her later outside by the pool and 
he tells her, hey, you know, I told all the jokes I could tell. I've shared all the stories I could share and I'm ready to go. And of course, Violet doesn't want him to leave because of her. But he says, hey, you know what? I got what I what I've always wanted. I have you. So there's no purpose in me still being here. I've seen all these people. I've done it all and I'm ready to take you home. Now that is love. It seems that our boy Blue has been having accidents in the bed. As a matter of fact, he was trying to find some new pajamas for himself when he pulled the drawer out on his dresser too far and it fell, which startled Ralph Angel out of his sleep. And in that moment, the father and son have a conversation that is really important. Blue shares with him, hey dad, this has been happening a few times. As a matter of fact, the other night I was trying to tell you that I had an accident, but I came in and I saw you with some lady. And Ralph Angel tells him, hey son, you're always going to be my son and you always need to tell me. You can always come to me when you have an accident. He tells him that he'll always be there to clean it up. And I think that was symbolic of their relationship. He wants Blue to know that he doesn't have to do it by himself. That regardless of the situation, no matter how messy it is, he'll always be there to help him clean it up. I thought that was really beautiful. Our girl Charlie, as crazy as she is, and as rash as she can act sometimes, we know that Charlie does pretty much everything that she does on the show out of love. And our girl Charlie was really, really hurt by the fact that Micah decided to stay with Aunt Violet in Hollywood after that big blow up at the family dinner. So Charlie's at the farm and she tells Ralph Angel how she feels and Ralph Angel reminds her that Michael loves her and that he knows that everything Charlie is doing is for Micah. It's really for the legacy of the family. And in that moment, those two, the middle sister and the little brother, share a really sweet moment where Charlie just breaks down and Ralph Angel holds her and tells her that everything's going to be okay and that she's doing what's right. I think that's really a beautiful showcase of the growth in their relationship. While in conversation with his aunt Nova, Micah shares that he just wishes that Charlie was more like Nova. And Nova swiftly corrects him and lets him know that, hey, some people do things differently. At the end of the day, everybody wants the same thing. We all want freedom. We all want justice and we all want equality. But just like Malcolm and Martin, people have different methods of reaching their ends. In that moment, Nova also encouraged Micah to be proud of his mother. And Micah said while he was proud of his mom, he just knew that there were things that Nova had that Charlie didn't. And he actually gave her a pretty good idea to write about the farmers in St. Joe's, the black farmers, their plight and everything that they'd been through. And Nova really, really, really needed that idea. She was struggling to come up with things. As a matter of fact, she had received her last paycheck from the newspaper and attached to it, there was a note from her editor that said, I should have backed you up and I'm sorry. I think that was a really redemptive moment for Nova because she realized, hey, I may not have the stories that I had written before, 
but I still have plenty of stories to tell. As the episode closes, a few things happen. Number one, Ralph Angel decides to break it off with his new little homegirl. We find out that she actually has a daughter of her own, and her daughter had been with the baby's dad. But she comes over, and Ralph Angel tells her, Hey, girl, like, Blue's not asleep yet. I can't really keep doing this. And you know what? I'm really about to chill, for real. I'm really about to chill. And she was understanding. She didn't really trip on him. She said, Hey, you know... I know you know what you're going to miss. And he was like, ha, 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 yeah, sis, but I'm done. <laughs> Which I think is a sign of Ralph, Am- Ralph Angel's growth. After riding four-wheelers with his friends, Micah heads home and Charlie apologizes to him for her dealings with the Landrys and having to hear what he heard and how it was presented at the family dinner. And Micah just asks her to promise that she will win. And what she tells him is that she promises that at the end of all of this, everything will be worth it. And I'm not sure if that was the promise that she needed to make because I'm not convinced that her dealing with the Landrys is really going to be worth it. After a little bit of consideration and a conversation with Nova, Ralph Angel decides to hire the ex-convict that came to the farm seeking a job and I think in that moment Ralph Angel finally really truly felt like the boss that he's been trying to portray himself as for the last two seasons it's finally coming full circle for him but just that moment doesn't last feeling himself for making that hire he turns around and he hears blue screaming in excitement and you know what happened Darla shows up at the farm. Now, mind you, Ralph Angel has been pushing off talking to Darla for weeks, it seems. He doesn't want to talk to her at all. Every time she calls, he hands the phone directly to Blue. And so I guess he didn't get the opportunity to hear from her, like, hey, dude, I'm coming down there to see Blue, and I want to talk to you as well. So we'll see what happens in the coming episodes with the relationship between Darla, Blue, and Ralph Angel. If there was anything that excited me about this episode, it was really the conversation that Nova and Micah had at her house after Micah decided to come and stay with her following the big blow up at the family dinner. In family situations, it's definitely easy to allow yourself to get mad at someone else when they make decisions that aren't necessarily what you would make. I mean, everyone has their own method and their own way of achieving things. But instead of looking at people's actions sometimes, you have to really sit back and think about their why. Like, why did you do this? At the end of the day, Charlie really does do things because she loves her family. Now, she might love herself too, and Micah brought that up in the conversation. She loves herself a lot. But she also really, really loves her family and is just doing things that she thinks will help their situation and further their legacy. Is there some self-motivation to it? Of course. But I think that that's something that we could see in our everyday lives. 
people are gonna do things for themselves, of course. But that doesn't mean that their motivations are totally self-motivated. I also thought it was poignant when they discussed the different ways that people went about getting to the same goals. If you know someone is on your team, don't discount them from running a different play than you're running, especially when your end goal is to make the score and to win the game. Just something to think about. Well, that wraps up another episode of Sweet Talk. I'm your host, Andrea Brown of IamAndreaBrown.com. You can find me on all social platforms at I am Andrea Brown. And I'm really excited to see what's going to come up next in season three, episode four of Queen Sugar. In the meantime, leave me your feedback and make sure you subscribe so that you can get updates as soon as new episodes post. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.